Hello, and welcome to the Woo Woo Wonder Hour, where we discuss new age topics, including alternative health, spirituality, and all things metaphysical. I'm your host, Krista. And I'm your host, Roxy. And we are the Woo Woo Women. So welcome to our third episode. Last week, we ran over on time. So check out our blog at woowoowonderhour.wordpress.com where I wrote about practices for the new year. It's a good one. So check it out. Yeah. And I'm really Uh, sorry, Roxy, for, you know, not planning that better. (laughs) Oh, no. Life happens. We just got to go with the flow and that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Just like today, we're going with the flow. Exactly. Today was one of those days where we had a change in plans at the last minute. So we decided to pick a very metaphysical topic of discussing light workers. Ooh, love this so, topic. Yes, it's a good one. So light worker, I came across this term a few years ago. Um, and I've noticed a lot more people using the term light worker lately. So we definitely want to talk about this, unpack it a little bit more, and just kind of talk about what that word means and what it means specifically to us. But yeah, I remember, get... yeah, I remember the first time that someone told me that I was a light worker and, you know, I immediately thought, well, what is a light worker, you know? And then as I studied more into all things metaphysical, all things spiritual, this word light worker, you know, it, it gets thrown around just like you said, in all the new age stuff, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I think that it is a very powerful term. Uh, because it basically has very many meanings to it and very positive meanings. So uh, I'll let you go into what is the light, friend. Okay. So what is the light? When we talk about light workers, first we have to unpack what does it even mean when we say light. So if you were to just Google search and look up the definition, um, the Oxford definition tells us, It's the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. Now, this is a good definition, right? It's the one we're all familiar with. If it's, you know, the middle of the night, it's dark in our house and we need to see something, we turn on the light, right? So we can see everything around us. When the sun comes up in the daytime, all of the sudden, all of these things are illuminated and we can see the world and the beauty around us. So, you know, we're all familiar with light, right? We experience it every single day in our physical lives. But when we talk about light and we're talking about it in terms of spirituality or the metaphysical definition, it's a little bit different and it can be kind of a difficult concept to describe. When Krista and I were planning out this episode and coming up with what does it mean when we say the light, Um, We had a little bit of difficult time putting words to it. Now, it's our sign-out phrase, right? We say, share your light. It's something we work with and we experience every day. We know what it is, but putting those human words on the definition of light can be a little bit tricky. Um, So the first thing we decided is there's definitely an emotional component. So the emotions that we experience or think about when we talk about being the light in a spiritual sense, um, we associate the emotions of 
happiness, peace, joyful. Um, it gives us a feeling of hopefulness. Or when we talk about the light, my biggest one is it gives us a sense of connection with everything around you, with yes. the people around you, with your pets, your plants, the world, nature. Yes, exactly. It's it's the connection to the oneness in all things, that all things are connected and we all are. At the end of the day, we're all one. So working within the light is essentially bringing forth that energy of oneness, oneness with everything, no separation. Yes, absolutely. And then Krista had talked about light in terms of energy um, and bringing a powerful presence of love and positivity. So do you want to expand on that, Krista? Yeah, so it, it kind of goes into what I was talking about just a moment ago. To me, um, living within the light and bringing the light into the world, when we say share your light, is really bringing in that connection to your true self, your oneness with all things, which to me essentially means that, you know, we, we all have um, the universal energy flowing through us, right? In this human experience. And when we go through our human experience, we develop, you know, our own, own, our own egos and we live out our uh, human life. But at the end of the day, especially when you go through an, a spiritual awakening and you're awakening to the light more and more in your life, you discover that there is this um, oneness in all things and that we're all connected. And it's very difficult to describe um, the light because it's, it's basically like this universal energy. And as a Reiki master and someone that works with energy, I can say that a lot of times, you know, we say, hey, well, hey, we'll send you white light if someone is going through a difficult, um, a difficult situation or something, or we want to support um, a, a person with whatever they're going through. And I know, Roxy, you sent me white light this week for something. So anyways, mm -hmm. when you say white light, it basically white is the color of all the different rainbow colors combined. So it's the red, it's the orange, it's the yellow, it's the green, it's the blue, it's the purple. And then it all be merges together and it becomes the full spectrum into white, right? And so when we say we're sending someone white light, it's like we're combining everything into its oneness and its connection. And we're sending that universal, unconditional loving energy to someone. So I know I said a lot, but basically that's, <laughs> that's my definition of light. And, you know, Roxy and I, when we met, I knew she was a light worker and just like I'm a light worker. And we both shared such a passion for bringing topics that would spread the light of consciousness and this energy of light, this energy of oneness to people. And I can't tell you how exciting it was to meet someone like Roxy that was um, interested Aww. to do that. Yeah. So it's like, we're very serious about, well, not so serious, but we're, you know, we really believe in this idea of spreading your light. 
Yes, and I love how Krista mentioned um, when we met, we could just sense that in each other. So light is just something you instantly know when you see it. So in my job, I come into contact with a lot of different people throughout the day. And some people, just the second I see them, the second they start talking, I just sense the light in them. So I'm going to guess if you're listening to our podcast, more than likely you are a light worker, even if you don't know it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that, you know, at one point we had said this is a podcast made by light workers for light workers, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Krista, do you want to get more into um, what is a light worker? Yes. So there's many definitions for it, but I'd say that a light worker is defined as a human being with an awakened spirituality, right? Awakening that they've awakened to their true nature, their true self, their soul, their essence, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, the, a light worker is a human being with that awakened spirituality, and they have this aim to lead as like usually a spiritual warrior or spiritual teacher. Or I've also seen people like you mentioned uh, earlier, Roxy, that you know they're a light worker and they're just their presence and bringing their energy into the room just uplifts the total vibes in the room. So I'm not necessarily thinking now uh, that uh, a light worker is, you know, what we call a spiritual warrior, a spiritual teacher, but they're also people that just bring the light of consciousness to every single thing that they do. Um, you know, us light workers, and this is just my belief, so take it or leave it, but I believe that there are more and more light workers that are awakening to their true nature now more than ever because we need light in this world. So, you know, at, at this time, there's a lot of um, massive exposure to what I would call like darkness in the world. You know, I don't watch the news because I can't, you know, handle it as an empath. But if you turn on the news, there are a lot of, quote unquote, bad things happening in the world. And if you get sucked into that, uh, you you can, you know, go down the rabbit hole of, oh, you know, human nature is failing. You know, everything's spiraling into the darkness or whatever. But what I believe is that we are seeing the darkness now collectively as a human race. Because the light workers that are working in the world are exposing uh, the, their light to the darkness so that things can become better. So it's almost like in order mm -hmm. for all and I of think these... Go ahead. Part Brian. of that um, is just, you know, we are so connected in terms of technology. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more ability to have exposure to these news topics, depending on what um, news outlets, what social media you choose to look at, or where your thoughts are focused. So I think we get a lot more exposure than we did previously. Um, yeah, you made a good point there, Krista. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, the, the social media Hello, and, you, me? you know, 
know all of the the technology technology advances over the years they've they've made things more visible to us as a collective human race right so um you know i i i don't think that it's a bad thing for all of this darkness to be exposed because i know that in order for um darkness to be uh you know transcend into the light the light has to shine on it and so darkness cannot exist in light so i'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because we want to talk about <laughs> light workers but i did want to kind of give my my background on that when it comes to light workers and their roles so um you know a light worker they may talk and look like normal human beings but they really have specific traits and uh, we've come up with, you know, some core traits that we see in light workers. But of course, this is not an all inclusive list. And like Roxy had said before, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you are likely a light worker. So Roxy, you want to go into the first uh, light worker trait we've got here? Sure. So the first one is experienced a spiritual awakening. Ooh, and you may be experiencing and not even realize you're in the middle of it. Um, I've always felt, you know, connected with spirit, but I would say my spiritual awakening has been slowly progressing over the years, but has really just exploded maybe over the last six months or so. So if you're starting to wake up to spirit, you're getting more in touch with, you know, your inner self starting to maybe meditate a little more, ask deeper questions, seek out deeper conversations with people. Um, that is a trait of a light worker. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think that um, a lot of people that I've talked to have had this slow progression over the years of what we call like a, a spiritual awakening, right? But mm -hmm. recently, when I'm talking to people, it seems like that has went on overdrive. Like the, the energy now um, on the planet is just really opening up us light workers to our true nature, our true spiritual awakening. So like you, Roxy, in the last six months, I mean, stuff is just like pouring open from spirit, which is beautiful. And um, as light workers, you know, one of the main, the way that we come in to understand that we are light workers and that we're, we work with the light is to first experience that spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. The next one that we have is um, feeling alienated. So I can remember as a child feeling like, I just did not belong to this world. I don't know if you felt this way, Roxy, but I was always very different from everybody else. I had my own little tune, right? And I would try <laughs> desperately to fit in with people. But I, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, even if I was surrounded by people, I just felt so different. And it's almost like having a, um, a lone wolf um energy or mentality. Did you experience anything like that as a light worker? So I have in certain situations. So I had um, one job particularly, and I enjoyed the office 
that I worked in, but I was so different from all the people there. So it was like basically my alter ego would work, walk into that job because I couldn't talk about or express, um, you know, that light spiritual side of my personality. I just mm -hmm. had to, you know, go there, kind of turn that part of me off, just, you know, fit in for the day and then go home. But I mean, it was, it did feel very alienating for sure. Yeah. And I think that this kind of goes along with what we were talking about before that there are more and more people awakening spiritually. So more and more of the light workers are finding the other light workers and kind of like growing collectively the light. I think that, you know, the way that Roxy and I met through our local, basically like meditation mindfulness community, you see so many light workers in this group. And when these people mm -hmm. come together, it's just beautiful because it's almost like, oh, there you are. Thank goodness. I don't have to feel isolated and different from anyone else now. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. When Krista, I'm so glad you made that group because I've started to learn a little more about the people and I'm like, oh my goodness, there's a Reiki person here. There's a, somebody who does intuitive developments. This is amazing. Yes. Yes. And you know, what happens when you bring all these different souls together, we all learn from each other. We all grow from each other and it is so beautiful, right? Because mm -hmm. I know I've said this before, but I truly believe that you can only go so far spiritually if you're on your on the path alone. At some point when, when you're ready, you have to join with others to collectively grow. Yes. Amen. You want to cover the next one, friend? Yes, let's do it. Um, rebellious. Ooh, ooh, okay. So I initially, when I hear that associated with a light worker, it doesn't really click for me. But then you think about you're rebelling from the norm, from the expectations, you know, of what we think people are or how we should interact. So that's kind of how I interpret that one. Um, what do you think, Krista? Yeah, I, what, I agree with you. Um, for myself, I was always kind of like against the norm, right? I was always like oh. society, but you know, it's, it was probably a little bit of my <laughs> ego there. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I can relate. I can but, relate to that. <laughs> you know what this also makes me think is the spiritual warrior. So there's different types of light workers. Like we said, there's the, uh, there's the spiritual teachers. There's the people that just, they bring their light of their presence. Right. And then you have these spiritual warriors out there, which have a, a very important role, um, in exposing the darkness that's in the, ex, uh, exposing the darkness that's in the world with their light. This is also associated, I think, with many of what they call the indigo children um, that are being born um, over the last decade or so. I actually have an indigo child, um, which, you know, we call the indigo children the spiritual warriors because they question authority. They know when you're lying. They're highly intuitive. 
They're very in tune with their spiritual being. They're just born that way. So I can see this spiritual warrior type being a little bit rebellious because I see it in my own son as an indigo child. Um, and they say they're indigo because of the color of their aura, which he has like a dark blue indigo aura. But anyways, I can see it in him because if he sees injustice in anything that is going on, he feels the need to fight for the light. Does that make sense? Mm, yes. Okay. I'm definitely making some good connections now. I have a couple of friends who are just so beautiful and such strong light workers, whether they identify like that or not. But they're definitely rebellious when it comes to um, certain things. And, you know, that rebellion comes for a higher purpose and a greater good. Not necessarily just rebelling to do it, but because there's a higher purpose there. Which yes. leads us into our next point, if you want to take that one, Krista. Yeah, so light workers they live for a higher purpose. They live for that deeper connection in life. Uh, I remember many years ago when I was going through my dark night of my soul, um, I would like cry in the bathtub with a bottle of red wine and be and look at my husband and be like, "What's my oh. purpose?" <laughs> And he would just look at me and be like, woman, you're too deep. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was almost like from a very young age, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? I feel like it's, it's almost like a overwhelming feeling from the time I was a kid. Like I'm supposed to do something good. What is it that I need to do? You know what I mean? Did, did you feel yeah. that? Oh, yes. And especially this has weighed heavily on me for the last, I don't know, three to five years. I would just, you know, I was so dissatisfied with work. And I would say, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Just go to work, do my job and go home. It just, it seemed so menial. You know, I knew there had to be something bigger, some greater goal that I was doing. And so at first I just kind of went in circles trying to do anything that I thought would bring more meaning and more purpose into my life. Mm -hmm. But then once I really um, set my ego aside, which is hard, even though I don't see, even though I don't feel like I'm focused on my ego, you know, we all have that part of us. We need to uh, bring some light into and work with. Yeah. But once I set that aside, um, wow, things have really been flowing. And I definitely, even though I have the same job, you know, it's part-time now, but I can do it more intentionally and bring my light and be a light worker in my current job. Um, so you definitely feel that call for a higher purpose. And you may feel that call and be stuck in a rut like I was for a while or like Krista crying in the bathtub, not knowing how to move forward yep. for a deeper purpose. Or you may be on the path there now, or you may be living that higher purpose. And I hope you are and working towards that. But that's a big light worker trait right there. Oh, yes, ma'am. Definitely. You want to go into okay. the next one? This is yeah, exciting. next trait. Oh, this is one of my favorites, in sync with nature. 
Oh, yes. And this plugs into that feeling of connection with everything around you. But if you just feel drawn to being outside, if you feel refreshed or you recharge by being in nature, if you even just have to get outside and take a five to 10 minute walk to have some sunshine, some fresh air, you might be a light worker. <laughs> or like me, I'd love to just sit on our back deck and there's some woods behind our house. And I love to watch the squirrels, listen to the birds. Uh, at night, you can hear the frogs and different things. And oh, it's just such this wonderful sense of connection and just recharging. Yes, I, I agree. I am at my best when I am in nature. I almost mm -hmm. feel like it 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 connects me to the oneness in all things, right? Uh, and we talked yeah. about that several times um, above when we're talking about the light. And when I'm in nature, I can feel the connection to the animals, to the plants, to Mother Earth, to the trees, to everything, especially mm -hmm. when I'm in there alone and I don't have any, um, you know, other energy distractions. But nature is truly the most healing and beautiful gift um, that one of the most beautiful gifts that we have in this human experience. Yes. The next one that we have as a light worker trait is they are highly intuitive. So um, I've seen this in all of the light workers that I know they're very in touch with their higher self, their true self, uh, whatever you want to call it spirit. And they know things uh, without, you know, being told them. They are able to see if someone is being honest. They are able to perceive in energy. Um, and being intuitive basically means that, you know, you are able to read beyond the lines uh, into, you know, from the third dimension into other dimensions. Uh, Roxy, what, what do you have on this one? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think all of us light workers are in touch with that somehow. So intuitive, if, you know, Krista kind of explained that, but if you don't know what that word means, it just means kind of knowing things or feeling that something's true, even though you may not know why you think that. Um, like if you meet somebody and you can just tell something about them, maybe you have a sense of what their home life is, Maybe you can sense something about their personality or, you know, whenever you just walk into a room and you feel the energy, you know, if you walk in somewhere and you can just tell somebody's been fighting or there's a weird atmosphere or you walk into a place and it feels light and happy. Um, so I think a lot of us light workers are definitely intuitive and just in touch with our environments. Absolutely. Okay, so our next lightworker trait is a constant drive to improve. Ooh, I resonate so strongly with this. I feel like I um, always need to be working on something, developing something, growing my skills. Um, I feel this professionally, but I also feel it spiritually and personally. How can I be a better wife? How can I be a better mother? Um, how can I expand my professional skills and learn new things? Or the constant drive to improve your spiritual practice, you know, um, meditating. 
every day if you can. Um, working on these skills. I do this through, you know, reading books that are going to teach me how to work with certain things. So you're just always trying to improve and grow your skill set um, in multiple areas of your life. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I consider myself a student of the universe. And when it comes to my interest, anything metaphysical or spiritual is my main interest, although I am interested in very many things. Um, but I'm like you, I'm constantly seeking uh, more information to learn, grow, and expand. And I think that's huge for light workers because you don't get as caught up in the ego, which will tell you, well, I know everything there is to know, or I'm the best at whatever, right? You're more in that space of your true self that realizes that, hey, I'm here to experience life. I'm here to learn. I'm here to expand in consciousness. Then I need this constant drive to improve myself and to improve yes. the situation around you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that lifetime learning, you know, realizing we may be pretty good at something, but there's always something more um, where we can grow. Yes. Another light worker trait is that they're usually highly creative. And I attribute this to the fact that light workers are in touch with spirit because spirit is highly creative. And, you know, you can experience this if you have, you know, if you know someone that paints or, you know, like even an athlete or someone that does or creates something, um, they'll say that, you know, there's these moments when they are in complete flow where, where they are creating something. And it's almost like you can look at those moments and say, oh my gosh, you know, I was completely in tune with spirit. And so light workers are uh, drawn to be highly creative because the world needs our creations in order to make the world a better place. You know, just looking at um, there are, for example, I think the, the easiest one to say is like artwork, right? If you oh. see a piece of artwork that moves you um, or you see or you read a book that really resonates with you at a deep level, all of those highly creative things, they're just mediums of spreading the light. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that creativity can show up in so many different areas. Um, you know, whenever we hear the word creative, we instantly think of different art, like Krista mentioned, but it could be you know, just in your daily life, if you are preparing dinner, that creativity may flow through you and you may do something a little bit different. Or it could come, you know, in your work and you just change things up, do it different because you have that connection to source that just gives you those creative bits of inspiration. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about our last trait about being a light worker. You are the epitome of an old soul. I have been told 
so often that I am an old soul. And growing up, I didn't really understand that. Um, but as I have gotten older, yeah, I'm definitely an old soul. And what does that mean? That means that, you know, your soul, you've been around a time or two, right? You have that deeper wisdom, or maybe you just seem more mature for your age. Um, I had several really good friends growing up who were older than me, and that's because I would just connect so much better with older people. Or my son, he's just, he's an old soul. I knew it. People have told me that ever since he was a baby. Um, so I think this is very indicative of being a light worker. Um, have you been told you're an old soul, Krista? Over and over and over for as long as I can uh -huh. remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny you say that you are, you were drawn to people that were older than you. I still find myself in that situation. You know, my um, mentor is a man that's in his seventies. So, you know, it's, it's almost like with, um, with the mentality of, um, you know, spiritual awakening and light workers, age is only a chronological age for the human experience. When you're looking at it from a spiritual perspective, an old soul will find another old soul, no matter where you are, you know? So I would expect that anyone that is a light worker is likely an old soul as well. Um, you probably, you know, you're, you're probably not into the partying scene anymore. Um, maybe you had a little stint of that, but you're just like, uh, you know, I just would rather sit in nature or go hiking uh, rather than, you know, drink too much and throw up in a bush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just into, um, you're into that more, deeper things in life. You, you've been described as uh, someone that, you know, people come to you for your wisdom. And, you know, that may be people that are older than you, even your own parents. So um, I think that that is a wonderful one to end with. And, you know, this is definitely not an all-inclusive list, but I think that we covered a lot of good bases. What do you think, Roxy? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we wanted to also definitely mention that whatever you do, you can be a light worker. Whenever you hear the term light worker, people may think, you know, oh, that's somebody who does Reiki or energy work, you know, or you may think of meditation, yoga, mediums. You may even think of people in healthcare. Um, who are taking care of other people or helping people in need. But light workers, you are everywhere and you can do anything. Um, we are all light workers. So the way I think about it is that phrase, you leave a little sparkle wherever you go. Us light workers, we are like glitter, you know, and anybody we come into contact with. We leave a little bit of that glitter, a little bit of that sparkle there. You know, whenever you, in my job, if I come into contact with somebody, I try to um, shine my light and share that positive energy, that happiness, just that lighthearted, happy feeling with the people that I encounter. 
you know, that way, whenever they leave, they have a little bit of light to take with them, a little bit of inspiration. So you can do this in any field. Even if you're feeling like me and burned out and going in a circle, um, bring your light intentionally to what you do and share that with other people. Yeah, I think that that's the, the most powerful type of light worker that any of us can be. You don't have to be hung up on, ooh, I have to you know have this specific career to bring the light of consciousness to the world. You know, um, me being a person in the business world, you know, I try to to bring that light of consciousness, that energy into the the business world. And I've seen it change the the entire energy of the room, even if it's like, you know, a remote situation. And, you know, people take that with them. Uh, so I think that all of us were meant to be, you know, first discover who we are at our deepest level and to become connected to that oneness within us um, and that universal love within us. And then once we connect to that universal oneness and love within us, it's just natural for us to bring that presence and that light in whatever we do in life. And, you know, uh, we have the spiritual teachers, we have the spiritual warriors, but even those individuals, they're essentially bringing the light of consciousness to whatever situation that they encounter. So um, it's uh, very beautiful and such a, a deep and beautiful topic. Yes, absolutely. Okay, anything else um, we needed to mention there, Krista? I think we're good. Okay, so we would love to hear from you guys. How do you share your light in your daily life or at work? How do you share your light with your family, um, your loved ones, or those around you? Let us know on our socials. How do you share that light? Um, check out our blog. You can comment on there, woowonderhour.wordpress.com. Our Facebook, woowonderhour, K-R. K is for Krista, R is for Roxy. You can find us on Instagram, woowonderhour. Um, and use the hashtag lightworker. We would love to hear your personal experiences. And if you like us, show us some love on Apple Podcasts. Perfect. So please join us for our next episode in a couple of weeks when we talk to Haley Mass, the owner of Roots and Leaves. And be on the lookout for our loving kindness meditation challenge coming up in February. Yes. And to all you light workers out there, spread your light. Thank you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.